Welcome to That Vacation Co. Podcast. Caleb and Chanel are here with you today for another fine That Disney Hustle episode. Uh, perhaps you're new to our podcast and you're wondering, what is a That Disney Hustle episode? What is That Vacation Co.? Why you got two names going on here? Two things. Uh, well, we are That Vacation Company. We are a podcast that covers travel, all sorts, all varieties, all locations. We're not biased. I mean, maybe we are a little bit biased. That's why every other week, it's a That Disney Hustle episode. Uh, give you the brief rundown. Uh, perhaps the best thing to do would be to go listen to either our 100th episode of our podcast or our first episode of our podcast. Uh, but That Vacation Co. is the name of our podcast. It's the name of our travel agency. We're travel agents who love to talk about travel. That Disney hustle is kind of where it all began because we are just two fools trying to get back to Disney. We are Disney Parks fans, maybe obsessed I don't know, uh, fans. Um, and every other episode we devote to Disney content. We're, our travel agency specializes in Disney, Disney parks, Disney adventures, Alani, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we also specialize in other sorts of travel as well. But Disney is very near and dear to our hearts. So that's why you get that Disney hustle uh, every other week. You can check out our Instagram page for that Disney hustle. Uh, and it is just that, at that Disney hustle, all one word. And uh, there you will see just our photographs of Disney throughout the years, dating back to our first trip in 2008 together as a couple. And uh, ever since, all of our, our travels and whatnot, we post our, our pictures on that Instagram account. Now, you'll notice there's not a ton of pictures with us in it. And that's because we don't like ourselves. No, um, it's because we just tend to take pictures of the things that we see throughout the parks. We never really stop and have people take our pictures. We never have the Disney photo pass, that kind of thing, memory maker. Um, we just never really got into that. We'd just rather take pictures of the things that we see. Every now and then you might see an olive uh, appear in one of the pictures. And no, we're not talking about the... Uh, fruit or vegetable, whatever that is. We're talking about our daughter, Olive. And maybe coming this year, you'll start seeing Fern pop up in some of those photos. But uh, on to other things. We've been talking about in our That Vacation Co. podcast, a series on bucket list items. And we decided to bring that into our That Disney Hustle episode as last time we concluded our trek around the Disneyland Resort. We want to pop into this series that we're doing on That Vacation Co. by talking about some bucket list items uh, with the Disney parks. So where we thought we would begin with that is our bucket list resort stays at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. So that is our home Our home resort is Walt Disney World. Uh, we are um, fans of Disneyland as well. We've been to Disneyland twice, but Walt Disney World is our home resort and uh, within the Walt Disney World Resort, there are a whole bevy of resort hotels. And I believe I should have looked this up. I should know this off the top of my head as a travel agent. I want to see say that there are 25 resorts. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, we can look that up here in a minute. But um, there, I, I want to say there's 25 resorts. They fall into multiple categories. Um, the main designations are value, moderate, and deluxe. Now, the cool thing is, uh, we're, we're not this, but there is kind of another category out there that really 
uh, has taken over the years has taken on a, a whole life of its own, and that's the Disney Vacation Club. Uh, and those are mostly at the deluxe resorts. Um, they do include some other things, including the two Disney resort properties that are not uh, in Orlando. Uh, I believe it's Hilton Head and one other location. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, there, some of the Disneyland hotels and Aulani all fall under DVC. But we're not DVC experts by any means. Um, and if you want to learn more about DVC, maybe head over to the Dizlist podcast and give them a listen as they've talked about it a couple times. Uh, Nick from Dislist is a DVC member, and he can point you in all the good directions there. But um, whether you are a DVC member or not, you actually can rent um, or stay at uh, DVC rooms, whether you're a member or not. Two ways to do that. You can either just uh, book one of those hotel rooms if they're available, or you can rent DVC points and stay at a DVC location. Often you'll see things like villas and and things like that as um, uh, the DVC area. Um, That's not always true across the board, but um, look for that word and and that'll lead you in the right way. Uh, But anyways, anyways, I digress. Uh, There's also on Disney World property um, some good neighbor hotels We've actually, our first stay at Walt Disney World was actually at one of those good neighbor hotels. And having stayed off, well, we were on property, but staying in a non Disney owned and operated property, ever since that trip, as nice as it was, we have been all in on staying at the Disney World Resort hotels. We've stayed in value, we've stayed in moderate, we've stayed in deluxe. And uh, actually, the deluxe stay that we had, I'll mention that in a moment, was actually at um, really kind of one of our bucket list locales. But we'll get to that later. Um, so I guess we'll kick this off as far as our our bucket list resort stays. Uh, Chanel, what you got? Oh, we're going with me first. Okay. Um, this was difficult. There are so many amazing Um, Disney resorts to choose from, both between um, resorts over at Disneyland, which we've talked about somewhat recently. We sort of did a highlighting of the three of them that are there. And then you've got over 25 at Disney World in Florida. Yes, 25. Um, When I looked it up, I said over 25, so that's kind of a funny wording to me. But anyway, um, so there's so much to choose from. In total, you know, you're talking upwards of almost 30 resorts between the two parks, between the two coasts. Um, We're not even counting, or at least I'm not even counting ones that are connected to Disney parks in other countries, but that is out there as well. I kept my um, search or my um, my pool to choose from just within uh, the ones in our country. So I, I was very tempted to choose one over on the West Coast, but I didn't because we just highlighted that. I mean, the Grand Californian looks real enticing to me. And if we're talking about bucket list travel, you know, that would be up there. The other one I almost went with was Grand Floridian because that's kind of like the Mac Daddy 
Um, but I didn't for various reasons. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for, for at least for me and Caleb, what's a little bit more off the beaten path for us. You know, we kind of often look at the, what we refer to as the monorail resorts or the resort, the three resorts that are really close to Magic Kingdom, which would be Poly, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary. We often look about at those and talk about those, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to go with Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. There you have it. That's my bucket list pick. But really, you you want to know what my my honest bucket list is? Is all of them. All of them. I have a goal. <laughs> I have a goal to stay at all of them. All of the Disney resorts that are in the u.s um so any one of them you could i could throw darts at any one of them on a board and be very happy with wherever it lands but for the purposes of this podcast i'm going with disney's animal kingdom lodge so this you know and this just in looking at the material for this refreshing myself with this because it's been a while i honestly don't think about this one as much for whatever reason this just shot up to the top of my list just overlooking the material again just and just i'm just looking on disney's website about what they have listed about this resort you know no no place better to go than straight to the horse's mouth on it um you know you could probably you can read and look at all sorts of other blogs about it um there are lots of great vloggers that we follow and watch for constant updates on the parks you know locals in Florida who are always you know eyes and ears always in the parks and the resorts um but you know if you want straightforward information just going to the disney website is is about the best thing you can do and so just overlooking for instance i'm going to start with talking about the pools um disney resorts have gorgeous well-maintained pools um on the property of this particular resort you've got a gorgeous zero entry pool um various other pools that's kind of the thing that they do around disney you usually have you know, one or two main really eye-catching pools. And then you also often have, um, you know, smaller, just more standard type pools around the property. And often those are referred to as quiet pools or things like that. So there's not going to be a lot of um, water features and things that splash and things that make noise and squirt water everywhere. And they're going to be a little bit more geared to maybe adults who just want to relax poolside or maybe do a couple of laps or something like that. Um, your big pools with all the water features, that's aimed at kids and families, of course. Um, so the pool at Disney's, um, I'm getting myself all mixed up, Animal Kingdom Lodge is... Um, it's got some great kid zones that look targeted to different ages. You've got a zone that's targeted to sort of your four and under, your five to seven, and your eight and up um, with lots of fun-looking water features that are fun to interact and play with. Um, so the pools just look phenomenal. Um, speaking about just the architecture and the design and the theming of this 
resort. It just looks immaculate. Um, recently had some friends stay there and, you know, and talking to my friend, she said she loved it. It was beautiful. Um, just looking at the pictures of the lobby itself, I am just taken with the, the beautiful work that's been done on the lobby. I could just spend time there. And in fact, um, as often as our practice, when we go to Disney, sometimes we just visit various other resorts just to soak it in, take it in, take some pictures for our, for our business, um, for our travel business, what we do. And just enjoy these resorts so we can get a feel for them. Uh, Of course, hopefully one day we want to stay at them, but also to enhance your experience just so we can say we've had uh, feet on the ground at these places and we've checked some of these places out, eaten at some of these places. Um, So the architecture and everything just looks really stunning. Of course, one of the main features that Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge is known for, I mean, what really sets it apart from the rest, is the fact that they have a wildlife preserve right there on property. So you're going to be able to see animals, African animals, giraffes and and zebra and all these various animals. You're going to be able to see them at this resort. And if you have a certain type of room, you will even be able to wake up to looking out of your window at wild African animals feasting on the savanna, as it were. Um, And you're going to be able to see this from your room or from your balcony. And so because this is bucket list travel we're talking here, I mean, we're talking like go big or go home. We're talking about your dreams coming true here. I would, of course, pick the three-bedroom deluxe club-level villa. I mean, why not? Um, (laughs) Caleb just said, Um, so this is bucket list we're talking here. So with club level rooms, you're going to have some extra amenities and extra access to things that other, um, other rooms are not going to afford you. You're of course going to have views of the Savannah. Um, you're going to have a special like, um, private club or club level only access to, um, daily refreshments and drinks that are, are, that are just there for you at no additional cost. And I've seen some of these because we, I've mentioned already the vloggers that we follow. Um, I've seen them go to these club level rooms and, 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 um, get snacks and refreshments from these club level lounges. We're talking like, I'm not just talking like, um, like lunchable snacks. Like it's, they're like meals. They're, they're like actual meals, um, with various hot foods offered uh, various, you know, kid friendly snacks, but like you could eat a meal out of this. Honestly, they have various, um, drinks offered, you know, sodas, water, even alcoholic beverages, all of this at no additional charge because you are club level. There's some additional um, concierge opportunities that you'll have access to that are not available to just the regular resort stay guests. So just lots of extra amenities that you're going to get at this level that are not going to be available to you at, at any other level. And when we're talking about bucket lists, why not? Um, the food at this particular resort just looks amazing. If you are an adventurous eater and want to try new things, want to even try global cuisine, but don't have the ability to travel far, or you just know you're not going to do that, or you want to try things in a 
in a, I don't want to say safer environment, but just in the comfort of the U.S. There we go. That's the best way I can say it. Um, this just looks like a great place for adventurous eaters that love to try things, that love lots of different things. Just looking over the menus for Boma and Jico. I mean, maybe I'm hungry because we're getting close to lunchtime here, but it all looks just so good. Um, Caleb's got his finger up to say something there. Yeah, so um, some of these restaurants at the Animal Kingdom resort there often get reviewed as some of the best restaurants in all of Walt Disney World. So obviously you gotta gotta check it out. But on the note of, you know, Chanel's safer environment for trying new foods, um, what I would say is you get the opportunity to, tr- to try some different things while knowing that there's probably some options that you could also choose if, 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 if it didn't suit your palate or something like that. So um, if you do have pickier eaters with you, but you're more adventurous, these are good um, middle ground type things where maybe you can try something adventurous and somebody else in your party can find at least something that is more in the realm of what they would get. Disney does a good job of balancing that out. So, you know, for us, Olive is not the most adventurous eater. There are some things she surprises us and throws, you know, some adventure in there. But uh, for the most part, she's kind of a a pretty simple eater, as most eight-year-olds are. And so I can imagine uh, at a restaurant like Boma or something like that, um, she might not be willing to try some of the more adventurous things, but there's something there that she could eat. And that makes it great for families. And some of the desserts at these restaurants also look amazing. And that speaks to my heart. Yeah, I was I was going there. I was going to say that um, these are award-winning, award-winning restaurants. So a lot of people think theme parks, theme park food. Really, that's not the case with Disney always. I mean, yes, that does exist. That is there. They, they cater to picky eaters. They cater to children. They cater to people coming from all over the U.S. with different sensibilities and taste buds. Hello, Midwest plain cooking. (laughs) They have that for you. If you're like African food, I don't want to try that. Um, They have, it's not just adventurous eating. There are going to be options for everybody. But if you want that, if you're the, let's just say you're the adventurous eater in your family, you're going to get some cool stuff while the rest of your family is going to be perfectly happy with their macaroni and cheese and their chicken tenders. Um, So, yeah, I'm just looking at the menu right now. I just pulled it up on my phone for Boma. And, of course, online menus, I always take it with a grain of salt because they're not always completely up to date. But I'm just looking at Tunisian couscous and shrimp salad, North African cauliflower salad, black-eyed peas, greens, and Chakala, oh boy, here we go. Chakalaka, chakalaka. <laughs> Boom, chakalaka. What, I don't know what that is, but it's, it's going to be good. Peanut rice or coconut rice. Um, tabbouleh, pita with hummus and coriander. Um, this is the buffet at Boma. And so, like I said, you know, online menus, take it with a grain of salt. There's always variations usually, but um, take it with a grain of salt, literally. Take it with a grain of African salt. So um, it just looks amazing. I am so hungry right now. So 
again, award-winning restaurants, um, signature restaurant, even Gico is a signature. It just looks really like a really beautiful food option. And to me, this is a place where in the future, if we ever decided to stay here, I would totally um, book in a couple of days where we're just staying at this resort and we're just taking in all of the amenities, soaking in all of the fun things that there are to do, not even setting foot in the parks. I mean, hopefully we would build in a couple of park days as well, but this is something you will hear us say on repeat. If you are going to stay at a Disney resort, whether value, moderate, or deluxe, you want to build in at least a day or two just to enjoy your resort. You're paying good money to stay at one of these resorts, and there is a lot to do. We've mentioned the pools. Um, Pretty much all of the Disney resorts these days have... um, campfire evenings where you're going to have access to roasting marshmallows and s'mores. Um, They're going to have movies on the lawn or movies, you know, somewhere on property, like big screen outdoor movies, weather permitting. And these are, a lot of these are free activities or activities that might have an additional cost. um, That's not too crazy, but just fun things for you to do at the resort itself. Um, and again, enjoy those free pools that come with your with your stuff. Just stroll around the property, walk around the property. Um, the architecture and the artwork, the landscaping that goes into all of these things. Um, like at this resort alone, I mean, they have like African plants that are there um, for you to see things that you're not going to see probably anywhere else in the country, except for maybe, you know, very few locations. So Disney really does their work and their research to really make these experiences very beautiful. And as, as true to the original as possible, you know, of course, this is a retelling, you know, they're not trying to recreate Africa. You can't do that. But they're trying to tell that story as best as possible in in an American context as they can, not to replace it, but to make you say, wow, this is opening my eyes um, in a, to an experience that I've never had before. And perhaps I'd like to even go visit the real thing one day because this has whetted my appetite, as you will, to make me uh, appreciate that, you know, those cultures more, I think that's what they're going for. You know, they're not trying to replace or be tacky and, 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 um, say, well, you don't need to go to Africa. Just come here. Um, they're trying to tell those stories in our context as best as they can. Um, so, so many beautiful things here. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I haven't hit on for this resort. Um, like I said, it has moved its way, at least for today, to the top of my list. Ask me tomorrow and I could tell you something different. But this is definitely a bucket list for me. You know, going into this episode, I didn't really think she was going to go with the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I really thought she might say all-star music. You know, I, that's, I just, you never know with Chanel. Um, ironically, though, I say that tongue-in-cheek, because we have that grand bucket list of trying to stay at every resort, on property. Eventually, we will have to stay at All-Star Music. <laughs> We've stayed at All-Star Movies. I ain't gonna be mad about it. We ain't gonna be mad. It's Disney. It's Disney, y'all. Um, so, yeah. On to, on to my bucket list. Um, and one of the things that I think stands out about all of this is we're, we're really just hitting on resorts. We're, we're talking like getting the most bang for your buck. 
if you're doing a trip where you're going to spend every waking moment, maybe it's a shorter trip, but you want to spend every waking moment at the parks, you know, I might not suggest the room that Chanel showed on her bucket list. I might say like, maybe, maybe moderate, maybe value is what you want because you're going to be at the park the whole time. Um, and so with some of these resort options, I might suggest not, not just simply leaving one day, two days for the resorts, maybe doing an all resort Disney trip. And I know for some that's like, I don't think I could go to Disney and not go to the parks. When I talk about my bucket list item here, I think I really would do either no days in the parks or one day in the park. And based on location, it would probably be Magic Kingdom. Chanel? I just want to say real quick, we've had friends that just did an, an only resort stay um, at Disney, they, at Animal Kingdom Lodge. They just did that. They didn't do any park days. Um, they were down there for a work-related thing and took a few extra days for personal leisure, and they just stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge and enjoyed that and didn't do any park days. So uh, they didn't have any complaints. I would totally do that. So for my bucket list resort stay, I have decided to go in the route of the Disney Polynesian Village Resort, but not just any Disney Polynesian Village Resort room. I'm going for the biggest... Actually, I don't know. Is it is it the biggest room that you can get there? I don't know. It's the bungalow. A bungalow at Disney's Polynesian Village Villas and Bungalows. Um, I've been eyeballing these bungalows for a long time. Um, I would love to stay in one of these. Uh, let's let's talk about the Polynesian Village Resort first. Now we've gotten the chance uh, to go and visit the Polynesian Village Resort twice. We've never stayed. Uh, we had a room booked. But then we went in a totally opposite direction when the travel agent rates dropped and we ended up selecting to stay at the Saratoga Springs Treehouse Villa. Um, We had a deal on one of the rooms that just we couldn't pass it up. And uh, sometimes with the travel agent rates, I'll just mention this, uh, because I am a travel agent, I get a benefit as being a travel agent who specializes in Disney parks. I get a benefit where I can get a discounted rate um, once per year. And you don't get a selection of all the resorts, just kind of um, what is available at that time. Sometimes it's something like the Treehouse Villa. Sometimes, I mean, you get there's multiple choices. It's not just one. But typically, it's just a couple, two or three from each category, not the whole slew of resorts. And so at that time, when that deal came out, I was like, oh, man, I don't think I can pass up staying at, at the Treehouse Villa. I mean, that, that was a bucket list stay for us, and it was amazing. Um, so we still have yet to stay at the Poly. Uh, but let's talk about the Poly. Here you can celebrate the spirit of the South Pacific at the oasis of tropical palms, lush vegetation, and so much more from moonlit nights immersed in the outdoor island ambience. To the exotic taste of our world-class restaurants, discover the signature tropical atmosphere that made Disney's Polynesian Village Resort a favorite Disney destination since 1971. So yes, Polly is an original opening day resort. One of the 
uh, first two on-site hotels. And there was a third opening day resort, but it was the campgrounds. It wasn't an actual uh, on-site hotel. That would have been... Um, so the opening day would have been the Poly, it would have been the Contemporary, and it would have been uh, Fort Wilderness Campground. Um, this resort has a South Seas theme, and originally it opened with 492 rooms, but it has been expanded greatly since, and uh, I don't know how many rooms there are currently, but there's been three major expansions in the history of the Poly. So my bucket list stay would be at a bungalow, um, and these are there are 20 of these bungalows. They are over the water, DVC bungalows, and they were constructed in an area named Bora Bora, right there on the water. They sleep eight guests. They look amazing. Again, they're part of the DVC, but non-DVC members can rent them as well. DVC is Disney's vacation club. I think I even saw one time, um, and, and this was just a random, sometimes I get the urge just to randomly look at that travel agent benefit. I think one time... It may have appeared on there, but I'm not really sure if I'm remembering that correctly or if that's just some kind of mere fantasy I have concocted into my brain. Uh, but either way, one, one day we, we would love to stay there. I would love to stay there. Now, the Polly is in a continual state of expansion, it seems, these days. Um, in March of 2021, uh, it was revealed that updated rooms with new furnishings, fixtures, and Moana-themed details, patterns, textures, colors, all that stuff, would be coming. And those opened this last year. And um, kind of to mixed kind of to mixed reactions. Um, I think color-wise, they look good. Patterns look good. Um, I'm kind of one of those that often say leave the ips out of it a little bit or if you're gonna add the ips maybe do it subtly and i feel like with moana some of it is subtle and it looks good and some of it is like a slap across the face and that kind of spoils it for me so that's one of the reasons why i don't really have i guess at this moment in time a huge desire to stay in a main room i would prefer one of like the villas, or uh, obviously the bungalow. But having said that, I could, I could do it. You know, it's it's the poly. If you, yeah, if you twist my arm enough, I'll go do it. Um, the poly is amazing. We love the poly. Um, one of the things that was announced in March of 2022 is that the resort's luau show, the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show, would not be returning after it closed during the COVID pandemic. Um, and that's because the DVC is expanding, including new villas and amenities expected to open next year in 2024. Uh, so they're in a state of construction right now. I don't think that construction really interferes too much with your stay. Um, it's not like it was when they were working on the monorail and the longhouse and all that kind of stuff, or the, the ceremonial house. Um, that was a little bit more intrusive um, construction work. We were there during that time. We ate at Ohana uh, during that construction. And it certainly, it, it was more of a challenge because the monorail wasn't working and all that's, or not working. It, it wasn't open at that, at the poly. Um, but so yeah, one, one of these days, all this construction will be done and then they'll be on to another project, I'm sure. But um, overall, the Poly is an amazing resort. The The food there is really classic, really, really highly coveted by Disney fans. Uh, Ohana is the kind of, I guess, I guess you could say like the signature. It, I, 
think it actually is a signature. It's character dining, so it is signature um, dining uh, place there. You can get breakfast or dinner. Um, and it's served family style at the moment. And uh, the food was good. We enjoyed it. Um, I may offend some people, but it's not the best. Uh, it's not the best meal. Maybe not even the best meal at the Poly. That that's probably fighting words to some. I know that people love the noodles and people go crazy for the noodles. They were okay. Um, I think there's better noodles at Disney World. Maybe at Satuli Canteen. I can feel people throwing things through the airwaves at this point. Um, I'm I'm going all in on all this. I, I have to say I liked the the wings maybe the best out of what we had there. The steak was good too, but um, Kona Cafe uh, is the one restaurant we haven't eaten at. Um, we would love to eat that. Uh, it looks it looks yum. Uh, but we've eaten at Captain Cook's uh, where I had the. Uh, Polynesian meatballs. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but those were good. Um, The one complaint I had was the rice that came with it was dry. Uh, It's it's like it sat. It was kind of dry and hard. It's like it sat for a while, um, which you don't really want that with rice. And we were kind of having an issue with with olive at that moment, so I didn't really get to enjoy the meal quite as much as I would have liked to. Those meatballs come highly, highly. uh, I guess reviewed and you got to try them. Hopefully you'll have a better experience with the rice. Uh, one of our favorite stops though, is the snack stop there, the pineapple lanai where you can get the amazing and delicious and the iconic dole whip. And, and sometimes you can find special flavors there that they're not offering anywhere else in the park. Um, you can get your dole whip, uh, in a adult version with a little bit of rum or something thrown in there for flavor and deliciousness and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, we, we love, we love stopping there and getting a Dole Whip when we're over at the Poly. So the bungalow is my, my bucket list resort stay, but I had to throw in an honorable mention because like Chanel, given any day, I might change my mind. And, uh, while the Poly is right up there at the top, I was overwhelmed, I guess, by how amazing Disney's Wilderness Lodge is as well. I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did when we went and took a tour of the lodge. Um, We went and ate there at their quick service location. I think it's Whispering Cafe. Canyon Cafe? What's that? Whispering Canyon Cafe? I don't remember. Um, My honorable mention would be a cabin at Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Um, Like the bungalows, these cabins look incredible. They sleep like eight to 400 people. I'm not sure. Um, I think it's actually around eight, obviously not 400. Um, But it looks really cool. Some of them have a jacuzzi or hot tub in them, and it doesn't look tacky like the 1970s. Um, it, It... just really cool cabins. So that would be kind of my honorable mention at the moment. But like we've said a few times now, honestly, it doesn't take a whole lot of arm twisting for us to to just go for a stay at Walt Disney World. Um, we're pretty much willing to stay anywhere, any resort at Walt Disney World Resort. So we've got a trip coming up in a few months, and we'll be staying at the 
Caribbean beach resort. And it didn't take a whole lot of twisting of our arm to pick that one. So uh, we just want to kind of collect them all. We collect experiences. We collect uh, these memories. And uh, it, it wouldn't take much to get us to choose any one of these. Uh, maybe maybe it takes a little bit more to convince us to do an all-star. But given the right circumstances, even an all-star is appealing. Um, any any concluding thoughts, Chanel? I think that sums it up. All right. Yeah, so join us next week for another episode of That Vacation Co. Podcast. We'll be continuing in our series on bucket list trips. We'll be looking at another uh, great set of vacations that to us sound incredible, kind of highlighting the different things that are available for you as you maybe look at a future trip for yourself as well. And if you are considering a visit to the Walt Disney World Resort, and any of these hotel options sounded amazing to you, and you're ready to book one of these bucket list items, we definitely can help you with that. We are travel agents who specialize in the Disney parks and uh, would love, love to help you make a magical vacation happen. So hit us up for a free no-obligation quote, and we'll put that together for you. And uh, that'll about do it for us today. As always, we are That Vacation Co., serving you the most delightful destinations. <laughs>